welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat podcast. For those of you that are watching, you will see that I am actually in a different location. So I'm in Man- Manchester, I'm in Huddersfield, uh, my brother's. So if there are any noises with dogs, um, I'm currently sat with Mabel then it's going to be those, but hopefully we're going to be okay. So I'm just going to get straight into it. Today I've got Sinead joining us. Hi, Sinead. Hello. I do love the name Mabel for a dog. Yeah, the other one's Delilah. They're such good names. So cute as well, yeah. Perfect. So I will let you introduce yourself first, and then we'll go into either your tip of the week or your challenge of the week. So tell us who you are and what you do. So I am Sinead Sharky Steenson, despite what it says on the screen there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I am a career and leadership coach for women. So what that means is I help women to step up and achieve what they are really capable of in terms of their careers, because so often, well, society gets in the way of helping women get ahead. We get in our own ways, uh, in our own heads and uh, about what we're able to achieve. And so I really want women to step into their power and also get paid properly for it because I have a real bee in my bonnet that women, especially, and then women of colour, women in other minorities definitely don't get paid what they're deserved. And so I love to help them achieve that. I love that. And do you know what? We'll come back to that because I was actually just having a conversation with one of my cousins yesterday who was talking about like women in football because there was some Andrew Tate video that was going around. Um, but yeah, we'll come back to that. So I love yeah. that. And I do yeah. work with women in football. So, oh, that's exciting. Okay, I can't wait to get back to this. Yeah, I did mention my other business, which is Reboot. And uh, that's it. We work with women in sport uh, to help them step up into leadership and. Uh, you know, often it's with those career transitions coming out of football and how to keep them in the game, but in a leadership sense. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, we'll definitely come back to that. Okay, so we're going to start with, have you got a challenge of the week or a tip of the week? I'll go with a challenge and a tip. (laughs) So, So my challenge of the week is often focus, um, and I was just sitting here debating before I came on. Um, I uh, I have the weave a lot of neurodivergence in our household, and I'm constantly debating whether I'm ADHD because I really do struggle with my focus. Um, and I, as a business owner, it works for you in some ways because I've got total freedom to do whatever I want to do and to set my day up to suit myself. But it also, I've got total freedom to do whatever I want to do. And so my focus can be all over the place and it can be a real battle to stay on and do do the important things and make sure they get done and not do the things that excite me or like I'm like a puppy uh, running <laughs> yeah. after the the new toy and uh, getting all excited about that when over here something that really important needs to be done yeah. and it, so I suppose my tip in line with that 
is to build brain breaks into my day, uh, which is something I do, and it's something I do with clients, where it's about refocusing, and it also re-energizes. So I do little exercises. I use a, a thing called positive intelligence, and um, a nice little exercise, the one that helps me most, just to get out of my own head yeah. and focus and, and get the smart bit of my brain, is just to rub my two fingertips together. So you take oh. your two index fingers and you just rub them together slowly. And you notice that anyone that's watching, I've closed my eyes. I can't help but <laughs> do that. And with such attention that you can feel the ridges in your fingertips and just slowly focusing on that sensation. And you might want to bring your hands together and just bring the fingertips over one hand and over the other and you're just focusing on that sensation. And it just brings me right out. And so two minutes of that brings me right out of the frantic. I have a lot of brain chatter which causes the lack of focus and it gets me out of my head. The same way as if you focused on the weight of your body in the seat or on your breathing. But I find that tactile one really helps me. And then I think a good thing is to engage your, uh, your body. So like nobody gets good stuff done by being slumped and yeah. you know, and so activating your body, like you know, the way you would start in a race, you're never gonna yeah. win a race if you just like slope up and <laughs> yeah. you know, you're ready, steady, go. And so if you activate your body before you need to do something important, it really helps you get into that. Yeah. Right, I'm off, I'm going, I'm doing this sort of mindset. <laughs> I love that because you don't really think about that, especially like obviously I work on my laptop all day, my phone all day, so I'm just used to being slumped rather than well, I then I end up with backache with other bits, but yeah. yeah, that's a very good point. I never think of that. Yeah, and that is one of the dangers of working at home because when I'm I have certain moods where I I'd, um shift to the sofa and I'm cozy, and there is a niceness about that. But it is, it it does play with your head. So even yesterday morning, I bought some new clothes. I got up and put on really nice clothes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I am ready. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. And those things make such a big difference. Whereas my tendency is to go for the cozy and the comfy yeah. and the and and sometimes I have my best days work from my bed, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I have to keep those to a minimum. Yeah, no, I love that. I think because I feel like my so my challenge of the week, I get a lot of brain chatter as well, and I feel like at the moment I'm trying really hard not to focus on all the things that need doing in the business that I'm trying to find time for. But we were just talking before we came on that like my hormones are everywhere at the moment. So I've just come on my period again for like the third, too much information for some people, but at the end of the day, we're talking about women in business. I'm so all it's... about too much <laughs> Yeah, so You'll I'm... hear that much more. Because <laughs> this is my like third week of coming on. I'm, I'm literally coming on off for like a few days and it's back. And I was thinking like, earlier in the other day, like, oh, I feel a bit sad for normal. And I'm quite, like, I thought, oh, maybe it's just like a seasonal thing and it's just my mental health. 
but it's just a mixture at the moment where I'm then going because I noticed this morning I felt really anxious as well so I feel like my challenge of the week is now just being I feel like I'm always trying to be easy on myself and not yeah. let that chat I get through but it's just so difficult when you know what it's like you've got stuff to yeah. do you need to get on yeah. with it you, well you need to make yeah. money otherwise if you stop it doesn't always work yeah. at all so we'll see yeah. how it goes well, something that's really helped me with that and uh, is is to go with the flow of it a bit more. So yeah. because I, I suspect and I know from knowing you uh, that, Takuma, when you're on a good day, you do all of the things and you yeah. achieve so much. And so it's maybe allowing your body to have those day, those lull days, and and maybe organizing. So here's another tip: <laughs> organizing. You, I don't set myself specific tasks for the day, but I have stuff I want to achieve this month. And there's days yeah. when this is the right thing, and there's days when this is the right thing. And so just going right. Well, I need you know cozy work today. And yeah. it's not going to stress me out. Whereas today I'm all energy and I can do this, this, and this. Yeah, so. do you know what? Actually, that's a really good point because I was thinking that just before we started this because I have taken some time off with one of my clients um, just because that's like a day to day thing. And I thought I'm going to give myself the week. I normally try and plan like a few things at the beginning of the week and just say, mm. try and get those things done by the end of the week. But today I just realized that actually today's one of those days where. I'll, I'll be working in the night and it's going to be easier but I think because I'm yeah. not at home changing the routine like my niece is going to be coming home soon so I suppose it's just then managing it's managing that time and that routine and changing yeah. that perks of being a nomad but not always easy yeah yeah but you'll make it happen and that's the thing like I think trust yourself and, yeah, and you'll true. do what needs to be done and sure the world's not going to end if yeah that's very true perfect yeah. so we're not brain surgeons <laughs> I, know. I thought you know what i think there is always just that pressure isn't there but what yeah. do you, do? That's you have I'm... to remember i'm not actually saving lives here yeah <laughs> so... yeah exactly you know what that's really good i'm gonna write that down i've started writing like quotes people tell me especially when i'm doing these podcasts where i'm like do you know what they have such a good point and it's yeah it's a nice little bit of motivation yeah yeah Okay, so how did you get into everything you do? Because obviously, I know for all the women that are listening, we all have the same kinds of conversations. But I think for me, it's even more interesting because I've seen it in the workplace. I've seen it as an influencer. I've seen it even just with running your business, just how differently women are treated and women of colour. And like being a black woman, I think I was having a conversation with some women in business, uh, a networking event actually with Ellie a few weeks ago. And we, we were talking about the fact that I... Like when I'm planning work or networking or anything, I have to leave the house. I, as soon as I get into a place, I, I have to quickly judge the people I'm around, how to speak, how to be, if I'm trying to get work, how I need to position myself. And there are things that I was talking about that they were like, I didn't even think. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So yeah, how did you get yeah. into what you do and how have you found the whole scope of getting people to... Yeah, I, I think that's really interesting, all the layers. And there's stuff that we do so unconsciously. Yeah. And, and there's stuff you have to do that I don't. And, uh, you know, stuff someone with a disability has to navigate and all of those things. Um, I got into it because I did have a really good corporate career. Yeah. And 
there was a, I went through a lot of ups and downs in my career. Like it, I had a very shaky start because I was in the wrong role, wrong job, wrong on the wrong path for a long time, and I knew it every bit of my body knew I was um my dad always used to say he was a square peg in a round hole he was an accountant and he really wanted the opposite for me and frustratingly you know that's where I found myself even though I think I did the right degree I studied psychology which I loved I just had no plan and no idea because there's no careers advice (laughs) not anything more and uh, no clue what to do. But it was after being really unhappy in corporate and then creating a brilliant, happy career for myself and then realising I don't want to just go to the top of a business. That's not what I'm about. I love connecting other people with the happy. So I did a lot of work in cultural transformation and coaching and leadership development when I was in corporate. and I was like yeah that's what's for me and then I had my two daughters and it was just like I've always been a fighter for fairness and always been you know like for the underdog but I never saw myself as the underdog Um, even though I'd worked with nearly all men my whole life and I now see things with a very different lens in hindsight But when my daughters came along, it was like those lenses fell off and I I just thought, whoa, you know, actually, I don't want this for them. And I've been thinking, what can I do with all my skills? I think I might want a business. And they gave me the answer. How can I help create a better world that, that they can thrive in? I love that. And how do you then, I suppose when people come to you, What's the process from, okay, I'm in a job that maybe I like or I don't like or I want to move up, I want to get promoted, I want more money. Like, How does that all start from them reaching out to you to then the life's changing, I guess? Yeah. Uh, so they start by a chat. I always like to chat with women to see the chemistry's there, can I help you, what is it you want to achieve? And quite often they come with quite a small goal, and I'll be like, okay, yeah, that's great. And in my head, I'll be going, no, that's not your goal. <laughs> so I don't tell them that yet. But I'm like, there's so much more. It's like, I feel like my superpower is seeing people's potential very quickly. Yeah. And I can just go, no, there's so much scope here. And so then um, usually I work, I, I have group programs. So I have two core programs. One is called the career elevator which is about helping women get uh further on up in their career um and it's really about confidence and understanding your value and how to communicate that and your impact um and then I have another one for senior leaders I'm so passionate about helping more women get to senior leadership because look at the world we just need it like I don't think I have to explain why (laughs) The world's a shambles and it's because there's too many white men in charge. Yeah. So we need we need diversity up there in them top ranks. And uh yeah, so I'll uh, have a chat with them, see what it is what their goals are, help them stretch those, and then they join one of my programs and we I work predominantly online and 
Uh, it's there's you know videos, workbooks, and stuff that they get to do themselves. There's online chats. There's group coaching, and there's so much magic happens when you bring a group of women together who are learning together, they're ambitious, they've uh, got somewhere that they want to get to and with the right support and strategy. And we work a lot on mindset, a lot of getting out of your own way because I think society places enough constraints without us adding extras into the pot. And when they can get out of their own way, well, one of my clients uh, said just two weeks ago, I helped her shatter the glass ceiling in her mind and she has gone from a temporary contract to run it to being a senior director running the UK wide operation of her organization that's amazing that's so cool but you know what I think like like you were saying it's even just shattering that like glass ceiling that in our own minds because like you're saying society brings us up that uh, we should be wives and mums and that's kind of just it whereas you look in the workplace like I was talking to one of my mentors the other day because a bit of my frustration has been the fact that there's so much potential for women but funding just really doesn't seem to be easily accessible sometimes finding the right mentors and coaches like I feel like I've been really lucky because I've been put in positions where I've had to go out and try and network and put myself like when you meet, do you know, like when you meet, yeah. people, like when we Can I get a call you on something there. You haven't been lucky, you have made it happen. You you said it yourself, yeah. you put <laughs> yourself out there, you've gone and uh looked for it and created opportunity and situations. And not everybody feels like they have the confidence to do that, yeah. and certainly, there isn't enough support there. Things are changing, yeah. um, but it, it is. If you're willing to just even take a step to go and look, there's so much help out there. And one of the reasons we know each other is because of uh, the Lean In Women Entrepreneurs Group. And I started that because I couldn't see what it was I wanted. So if you can't see it, make it. And whilst there's brilliant networking organisations for women with businesses, I actually wanted a group of people that I could take the mask off with and say, yeah. having a business is really fucking hard. <laughs> and I'm struggling right now. And yeah. I have to be successful to the rest of the world, but I need a place where I can just be me and go, yeah. oh, this is hard. How do I do this? And uh, that didn't exist, and well, that I, I was aware of. And so... Yeah. I started it and now I get to meet lovely women like you. But do you know what? I think it's exactly like you said. It's having that, like you created a space, but everything you said you wanted to create is what you've created. So for me, I saw Lean In through Orla. Because Orla had posted about some of the events a few times. I'd always kind of like had a look and just didn't, I I wasn't really that engaged, especially because at the time, like the past couple of years have been really difficult. So everything I wanted to do, I just, couldn't do it and then the pandemic had happened as well and then there was an opportunity where all had asked if I could speak and I just remembered like talking to some of the like lean in guys and just thinking like these are absolutely incredible people and like I really want to be involved and at the time I thought I want I do want to network more 
but I want to be a part of something where, like you've said, I can be myself, but at the same time, it's going to push me to not have that imposter syndrome, to get involved in something a bit different. And it has been amazing. And funnily enough, actually, we're kind of halfway through. So this is where we're going to ask, how are you really doing? Because I think that what a part of why I love the people I'm currently connected with is because you can be completely open and honest. And I do want to keep that conversation going. Not that this should be like a mental health like podcast or anything yeah but it's so important yeah um yeah and it's funny because talking of that group um we I shared something with uh our circle so uh, Chikumo and myself are on the committee of the leaning entrepreneurs group and um women I, I don't know if men carry guilt in the same way that women do but women carry loads of guilt like yeah. I I always feel really responsible for everything. And I was thinking about how I, I just felt I hadn't given enough to that group over the last year, but I've had a really, really hard year. So I shared with um with them all a blog I'd written yeah. about my perimenopause journey. Yeah. Um, and so how am I really feeling right now? I'm actually feeling pretty good. And I, I take those times as really precious because I've yeah. I've had so much feeling awful um yeah. in the last year um and beyond so yeah I discovered I've been perimenopausal for years and just didn't see the the signs and the symptoms of it because some of them I you just don't realize that's what it is I went from having uh my babies probably very quickly maybe a year or two later into perimenopause so I think I blame most of it on being uh, a parent and yeah. having kids and being exhausted so the low energy the brain fog and the forgetfulness were all things I'd experienced in pregnancy and ever since <laughs> having children uh, but then I started to get uh, joint pain and um which I'd actually had in pregnancy, but it had gone away and came back. There was a stage I thought I needed a hip replacement because I could oh. not sleep on my hips. Yeah. And I'm a side sleeper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and then it was only so these things trundled on for gosh, probably four years. Yeah. And it was only when I think it's the end of last year probably a bit longer so you know when we had second lockdown yeah um I got quite angry there but I felt that was all based on the lockdown and everything I wasn't particularly angry about the lockdown it was more that I'd done all the things and here we were Covid was still rising yeah. and I just got this anger but this year it turned into crazy rage uh, I don't shouldn't use that word create, but just really big rage. Yeah. And then I was having the biggest mood. I don't like the term swings because it's not strong enough. Like mood avalanches. I could just fall into an absolute pit of despair. And it's the first time I've ever really had um thankfully fleeting but suicidal thoughts yeah. and really just awful. And in the midst of that, I'm trying to parent, trying to run two businesses. I, the businesses are the only things paying our mortgage and food yeah. and, and all of the rest of it. 
to felt this huge weight of responsibility. And yeah, so many days were just a struggle to get up and try and function at any level never mind get work done and then what I do I have to show up with positivity and energy and I carry a lot of people and uh yeah it, it was a real challenge but the severity of my symptoms meant that I did go looking for help because yeah. I know a lot of women just carry on and think yeah. oh and I hear a mantra a lot. If I can just get to this point, or if I could just do yeah. this, then it'll all be better. If I just get this done, and I hear myself saying that, and it's like, no, bullshit. Like, just, if I could just go and get help, yeah. <laughs> that'll be yeah. the answer, and it usually is. So I'm on my HRT, I'm on my supplements, I see swim, I, you know, I try to look after my diet. See, the weight gain, I've been putting on weight steadily for yeah. the past six, seven years and uh, didn't, and really struggled with that and beat myself up over an inability to handle it and to sort, why can't I just sort myself out? And yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm in a good place. Now, doesn't mean to say I'll have a good day every day. But. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. And I, I love that as well because I feel like when I applied in, in the um, in the group, I was saying I've just been so overwhelmed just because like I don't do things by halves. Even like my therapist, like, so I'm going for like a therapy checkup and I've been writing down just things that have been happening. And I found notes from before where she'd said to me that like I just deal with so many things at once. And then I'm just like, oh, it's fine. I've dealt with it. I'm okay. But I feel like, especially because the past couple of years and the pandemic and everything that happened, as much as I've been on that, like, journey of finding myself and my purpose and the things that make me me, and even, like, we're talking about now, like, finding a way to run a business and make things work, the world is just still very kind of overwhelming and having to deal with that for me sometimes. It's just, it's a lot because I feel like my biggest strength in business is how I connect with people and I'm really good at reading people, and which is, it's funny because me and my brother were talking about this yesterday. Part of it's a trauma response. But then it's something that I've used to my strengths and something I really appreciate because when I do connect with people, it's on such a deep level that it helps build a friendship, it helps build a business, it does so much more and that's why I get to do what I do. But sometimes when I'm around so many people, there's a lot of energy that I pick up on that subconsciously I don't even realise I'm picking up on it and I get home and I'm just drained. And that's how I've been feeling recently where it's like there's just so much negativity that I am trying to keep myself around positive people and positive stories but when you're working and do what I do sometimes I'll be doing like a client's engagement and I'll be scrolling past stuff that I might not even think I'm taking notice of but I've kicked it up yeah Yeah. exactly so I am positive and I can imagine that people are so drawn to you as well I probably offload on you because you've got such a gorgeous energy that makes you just feel oh yeah you know it just you you're like a big hog of a person (laughs) (laughs) and so I can imagine people really um you know not taking advantage of it but maybe over doing it and and taking too much from you yeah and I've, I've had to learn kind of where to set those boundaries because especially when in in the past, when I looked at like previous relationships and just some of the people I was around, 
sometimes like I was pouring from an empty cup as well like I really even with my family I've had to learn to see actually I need my own my own time just to recharge yeah. and do me like I'm really lucky that's that, a big thing that's like a big thing. Multiple, I've had yeah. to do that I've just been like I just don't have have too much I have no space for that yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but yeah I'm still really positive because I look back and I think so much has changed and there's so much happening that is positive so I can't even turn around and say like it's all been like as heavy as it is I chose to do the work and this is a part of of that work so yeah overall I'm I'm good but just processing good yeah well we're here for you and I love like what you're doing online and how you are so open and sharing and uh, I have a goal I'd, I've like been much cool the way you show up on video I find that's one of my biggest mental challenges to yeah. overcome is to show up on video and it is something I really want to do yeah. I just haven't found that way of getting there yet yeah actually it's really funny because at the moment I'm looking at doing um I've got a coaching session that I want I want to do a group session about showing up and creating video content but doing it in such an easy way because like we're talking about now because I'm I've connected with so many different types of people I'm seeing that it's the same different types of pain points and because I do it myself I also have some of those challenges because I can sit on TikTok like you've got my backup TikTok where I literally just talk about life and everything that's happening as I've got up I don't look perfect whereas on Instagram I'm finding it really difficult to show up on there like on stories because I feel like I need to be a bit more polished and when I don't feel like that at the moment it just completely puts me off so I'm hoping that yeah that's going to be something that helps other people oh well I'm all in on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already said when you posted about that mask because I was like yeah sign me up yeah love it okay do you know what we're running out of time so quickly so because <gasps> I, I really want to touch on what you do with um reboot and just even I suppose women in football and sports and that side of it because I've never heard of anyone like in your position that's a woman that does that. We hear about men and like men's yeah. mental health and football and that side of it, but we never hear about the women's side. Yeah, and it's a bit of an accidental thing because we originally started Reboot to work with uh, women who've taken career breaks to help them back into the workplace. And actually that kind of need has, has started to be really filled here. And we, uh, we were getting more and more drawn into being asked to be involved in stuff for the IFA and uh, so we've we've started with a program for teenagers actually to help them when they're you know that age where they start to drop out of sport they lose their confidence and focus and and so we did a, a brilliant program called Grit and Goals and also then a female football leaders program where it's it's women that have any involvement in football helping them see their leadership capability and the impact that they have and how they can make a difference and the ripple effect of that I mean it it's gone started with like 10 or 11 people and now we have over 30 on each cohort and um they they go on and do phenomenal things and we're we're now getting into another level that I can't talk about yet because it's not really been released. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's about helping them step up and uh, continue that impact in a really big way. I love that so much. And how how and, have you found? Oh, go on. 
I was going to say, and I hope we're moving into other sports now. So hoping to start in hockey in the new year. Oh, and yeah, if any other sporting organisations are interested, we do great work. <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah. Are you looking at doing anything with other sports? Because especially at the moment, we are watching, like the, yeah. the, like you said before, the landscape of women in work and business and everything, it is changing. But at the same time, like you need people out there saying, you know, like I'm here to, to like, yeah, to make that change. Were you open to any women in any sports? In I suppose, yeah, any- absolutely. It's an area that I really love because they're used to training and that focus and commitment, and it's all about giving them new strategies and directions to point that energy and yeah. to help them see that they have such a big impact on so many levels, like as role models, as shaping. Like if you look what's happened in football yeah. and you can see the momentum now yeah. is there and it, it's it's just going to go massive. And I think that's there for a lot of other sport as well to follow yeah. in behind. Getting what's the, the backdraft, uh, not the backdraft, what's the it called in cycling when you get in behind? See, that's the bit I'm not <laughs> sporting terms. I know all this stuff, but I'm no good at the sporting terms. <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, well, you get pulled along behind, and I think that it's there for the taking right now, and uh, to help that happen is yeah. exciting. Oh, that's so exciting. So for anyone that is watching, we'll, like, I'll link everything that you're doing, your pages, because, yeah, it's so interesting. I love these first conversations I have with people like you because I know that I'm going to ask you back on and I know that we're going to expand on some of the topics we've talked about so it's been I've got right one and a half minutes so I'm going to quickly wrap up and say it's been amazing to have you on it's it's amazing the work that you do in general and the person that you are obviously from a personal note for me like you do such amazing work and you're such an inspiration because there have definitely been times this past year where I've literally just been like I cannot do this and then all of a sudden like you guys have popped up and you've popped up and I'm like Oh, maybe I can. So, yeah, I, I love the work that you do. I can't wait to keep sharing what you are doing. And, yeah, let, let me know when you do start your new um, programme because, yeah, I'd love to help you promote that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Actually, that's a great idea. And I can only do it because of you and, and the other women. Like, I'm all about the right support and, like, surround. the last tip is just surround yourself with beautiful people and you yeah. make beautiful things happen. And that's yeah. what I love. Like, I love real, genuine, see it how it is, share too much, whatever kind of people, and that that's what really helps me. And yeah. uh, that's why I love you. Oh, I love that. Thanks. Do you know what? I'm going to use that as our tip of the week, but I'll text you later and ask for a separate one. We'll post it on here because it's probably going to cut out. So thank you so much for being on. And yeah, I'll link everything in uh, below. And yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Take care.